Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Pressure by Von Miller and drops and the ball comes out. Back around the 30-yard line, there's a loose ball, a scramble for it. He never saw Von Miller coming. He never saw him. And it's Buffalo ball. The build recover on the fumble. Welcome back. Hour two, Sports Talk Saturday. Derek Kramer, Frank Arcuri. We're hanging out with you for the next couple hours as Bills and Jets gets going on Monday night. The big lights. 15 other games will have been played by then. It's an exciting time. Because now, more than ever, football is back. This isn't preseason. This isn't training camp. It's for real. The drill this is not a drill. This is the real thing. We get to get the season started. And hopefully, selfishly, I hope the Bills just boat race the Jets. I need it. I we need, all need it. it. I need it. I need it so bad. And I'm gonna be so indignant if they actually do it. Insufferable. That's the word. That we're gonna aim oh, for. you are gonna be so we insufferable. Are, we need this. Like, I'm not the kind of person that starts fights online with random Jets fans because I don't really care to. And I can't start fights with national media because I'm not important enough. So it's this mix of lazy and irrelevant that really puts this show together. So Bills and Jets, I, I'm, ex- I'm just excited for this season to get started. I'm excited to see the Bills hopefully put a beat down on, or at minimum, as Sal Capaccio said when we talked to him last hour, any win is a good win here. And I sure as heck am going to believe that. Mm-hmm. I will take a win by one, as long as it's a win. Because then I can at least say, you know what? Hey, that'll shut it up at least a little bit. The Jets lost. Like, we're good here. The Bills lose to the Jets. I know what's going to happen. And it's not happening to me directly. But I'm going to hate it. It's going to be all... See, we told you. It's going to be all, oh, the Jets are going to the Super Bowl. Shut up. Yep. See, we were right. No, I told you're you not. So. Week one is a liar sometimes. Sometimes week one is a filthy liar. Don't tell them that. Sometimes week Don't one. Don't tell that to the national No, media. that's going to come back here, too. Like, if the Bills win, sometimes week one is a filthy liar. <laughs> yeah, they're totally going to say that. Last year, the Bills. Actually, the Bills did not show to be liars in week one. They actually were one of the better teams in the league, and the Rams actually were putrid butt trash. But. <laughs> but. Sometimes the strangest things do happen in week one. Bills lost uh, a home opener to Pittsburgh a couple years back. Mm-hmm. Didn't affect them any. 
but we did react like the sky was falling. We did. Now that did. said, again, there are some games that become anomalies. I don't think the Chiefs are going to struggle all year. No. I do think that Travis Kelsey is now the MVP of the National Football League. Seriously. Travis Kelsey might be the MVP of the Chiefs and not Patrick Mahomes. Yes, I know. That'll get me that'll probably get me shot somewhere. But I mean, without Thursday night went. They've succeeded in the past without Hill. Obviously. They won a Super Bowl without they won him. a Super Bowl. They won a Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill. They have even closed out important games in the playoffs without Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Chad Henney, remember that? Chad Henney probably also ruined the Bills' chance to go to the Super Bowl, by the way. Oh, my God, yeah. Because think about it. If Henney doesn't beat the Browns on that scramble, it's Bills-Browns in the AFC Championship game. <laughs> and I like my chances against the Browns a lot better than against the Chiefs, which was very much proven. Mm-hmm. And that's a damn shame. That would have been a... That would have been a great battle between two fan bases that are just covered That's, in misery. Yeah, suffered so much for years. And but but no, Chad Henney happened. Yeah, Chad Henney's banging. Chad Henney, Chad Chad Henney was banging like, the damn nah. drum. Chad Henney's banging the damn drum on Thursday night, and I'm like, I remember Chad Henney beat the Browns in the divisional round. Chad Henney probably ruined a Super Bowl run. Dang it! Now I hate you, Chad Henney. Yeah, like curses, Chad Henney. <laughs> But uh, that's my point is that Kelsey, this is the first game he missed since 2017. Mm-hmm. And they they weren't the same. Obviously, you've got one of the best tight ends to ever lace them up. The probably the best. Probably the. I mean, I'm not when gonna, it's all said and done. I'm not gonna dismiss Gronkowski and I'm not no. gonna dismiss the likes of Tony Gonzalez or Shannon Sharp either. Oh uh, no. Uh but like I'm not gonna just do this off of recency bias and say he's the best tight end there ever is. But he does change the entire dynamic of the Kansas City Chiefs. Makes them that much you, harder to When deal you name with. a top five tight ends of all time, he's Easy in that. there. He's yeah. in that. He's at minimum number two, I will say that. Yeah. Um, I'm just not going to go with straight up the because, you know, everything is subjective. There are tons of different eras of football that we have not watched. Yeah. Or not watched intimately as we have watched the ones that we are alive for or but, most cognizant for. But you see the impact he has on that offense. Yes, you're absolutely right. And Thursday night, more so than any. I mean, going I mean, going into that when we were thinking, oh, he might play, he might not play. What happens if he doesn't play? Oh, well, they're gonna have to use their receivers a lot more. Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore, MVS, Noah Gray will have to step up into that starting tight end spot, and then Thursday night happened. So real quick. Okay. Just like this is a more of a how the hamburger is made moment here. Uh, <laughs> what? So I have like bullet points of things I like to I would like to go over for an entire show. Um, this is for everyone listening, obviously. Um, the behind the scenes of a little of bit Derek of, Kramer's brain. Yes, and more or less I type this out during the week um, as thoughts come to me, and I hate myself because now I see something that past Derek wrote, and I want to punch him. It says, so thank you, Leslie Frazier, for lining up 20-plus yards off of the ball from Kelsey so that he could ruin our nights in January of 2022. Thanks. Yeah. Why did I bring that up? Yeah, why did you bring Why that did up? I write that? Yeah, why? I hate you, Derek. <laughs> I hate Derek Kramer so much right now. 
Hi, I'm Derek Kramer. <laughs> so, but that brings me back to a great point of, you know, yeah, Chad Henney, quote unquote, ruined a chance. Like Leslie Frazier ruined a chance because yeah, they lined yeah. so far back off. Travis Kelsey is that dude. And we all realize it more so than ever on Thursday night when he's not in the lineup and the Lions are able to hold the Chiefs to 14 points offensively. That doesn't happen. You tell me as a Bills fan that I'm holding the Chiefs to 14 points in any of those playoff games, you're over the moon. They're winning. Easily. I wouldn't say easily, but they're They're winning. winning. They're winning the football game. Just like the Detroit Lions won the football game. Yeah. And a lot of that has to do with Travis Kelsey. Some of that has to do with Kadarius Tony being a double agent. I'm surprised he's still on the roster. I'm not. I am. They need guys. That's great, Frank. You know who else can run routes poorly? Not poorly. Run routes and drop a football? Not me. Well, yeah, certainly I can't not do you. It. Certainly not me. But literally anyone that is a professional athlete could do it. Definitely players that are available could do it. I've seen better from Bills wide receivers in the preseason. And that's not knocking them. I'm actually saying that genuinely. Those guys are available. Go grab one. Hell, go try to sign Andy Isabella off the practice squad. Don't give them any ideas. If they have the idea, they're doing it whether I say it or not. I'm not important. I know. That part is but like, true. But, like, sign a receiver off the practice squad. Seriously. Off of another team. Go poach one. If Tony's going to look like that, ew. We've seen players get released for those kinds of performances. The biggest thing that Kadarius Tony did to the Kansas City Chiefs was let them think they don't need any more cap circumvention moving around money to grab DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That is the biggest troll job in sports today. Because Tony looked good when he was traded to the Chiefs. He did. He looked like an important piece as they went to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And Thursday night, gotcha. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. They made no improvements to their wide receiver room because of a guy like that and because of Sky Moore. Who's Sky Moore? The guy that got zero catches in that game when 11 Chiefs players received, had a reception. He was the only Man he had the zero. one that didn't. Uh, he did have one. It just didn't count. Yeah. But he still had zero. Did. Now, <laughs> now for the main character of Thursday Night Football, <laughs> Jawan Taylor. <laughs> I, I got to say, it is impressive to me when you can get away with abusing the snap count the way he did, there are some plays where he does perfectly time it. It's actually like like the ball starts to flinch. He actually is moving when the ball is moving. Mm-hmm. But there were times where he just he was ahead. He just wasn't. He was ahead of the snap. And reaction time is not something that you can always perfectly nail. But if it's being done consistently, then you start to think, okay, is he actually going off sides? As a referee, you're probably thinking about this. Um, all of us were seeing it happen the whole yeah. time. But, you know, like delay of game, there is a bit of a buffer. Yes, look at me trying to give officials credit. 
or the benefit of the doubt, okay? Because I don't believe in the conspiracy thing of like, oh, hey, they're, they're all about the Chiefs. Well, did they win? No. Or the refs, Not really. the refs fix games. No, they, they they didn't do it. It didn't work. Chiefs lost. Yeah. So take that. But, man, how often you're going early and how every play you're lined up basically is a slot receiver. And this man still was struggling. He was still getting With beat. Aiden Hutchinson. Getting help. Like, he was constantly getting double teams and assistance. This guy was getting cooked the entire night, and all I have to say now is I cannot wait for Von Miller to do that work. Who do the I'm gonna look who do the Chiefs play next week? <laughs> yeah. That's like who no, do the Chiefs who, play next week? Great question. Uh oh, the Jags. Oh, Josh Allen. Ah. Oh. The other Josh Allen. So yeah. That's have fun. If Jawan Taylor looks like this, look out. He's terrible. Send help. That was a guy I give credit to Ada Hutchison. He was really good. Yes, but is he, he's like, also really good. He's really good, but is he that good yet? No. I don't think. Maybe. He might be ascending. He was a second overall pick for a reason. Yeah. But he could have been a first overall pick. I know. What I'm saying, though, in my point is, I don't think that he should be getting cooked this badly. Well. But he is. Yeah. So I'm excited that's to see why, what ha- That's why you have to see I'm very excited to see brings. the Jawan Taylor story continue on in the NFL. I wonder if... With all the, with everything that was being talked about with him from Thursday, do you think maybe we see refs keep an eye on him a little bit? Possibly. More? Like this might have been like with all the coverage and attention he got, that might tell a, a sign of what to look out for for that game. Yes. Yeah. Like you Jackson, you see think, yeah. teams and their tendencies and and the officials look at that sort of stuff too. You know, like this guy's very clutch and grabby mm-hmm. or something like that. You pay attention. And I think that that's going to happen here. That said, fourth and 20, the game is going to be on the line here. And he finally gets caught for jumping even more offsides than usual. And I, watching the game, almost fell out of my chair. I I was with you. You almost did. Someone was sitting next to me and the only reason I didn't fall out of my chair. Because I was just like, yes, we've made it. Comedy gold has shown up to this football game. Why? We're going to make this play five yards harder for you to make it. Hilarious to me. And then Mahomes is running for his dang life anyway. Mm -hmm. They sent four. If the Lions pass rush is this good, then they're going to be a fine little contender. But if the Chiefs offensive line is this bad, the Chiefs might actually be mortal. It does help not having the best seam option in the game missing from your lineup. That plays a big part. It plays a big part in it. Travis Kelsey gets open, and he gets open fast. But the Chiefs wide receivers look unspectacular. The offensive line was getting bullied around a lot of that game to the point where Patrick Mahomes looked normal, not like Mahomes. Mm -hmm. He looked like a normal quarterback. He was still good. He was still good. That's the thing. He was still good. Yeah, he wasn't Mahomes. But good is also normal. 
He wasn't Mahomes good. If you have a great quarterback for him to be good, that's a normal thing. Yeah. He wasn't he was baseline. He wasn't Mahomes. He he was he was baseline. He wasn't Mahomes baseline. Because we know what that is. It's just I'm I'm very fascinated to see what happens there. My assumption is as long as Kel, when when Kelsey comes back, assuming he plays next week, they'll be fine. I, I think so. It's just it's fascinating comes, to me that the two positions that you would have thought that you don't really need to worry about when it comes to looking at the Chiefs, or you assume it's going to be just fine, wide receiver and offensive line. Oh, boy. It's week one overreactions, baby. Oh, yeah. And we'll have more of that going on as it, we go around the league on the next segment. It also We also have to remember, too, last year, like Kadarius Tony was traded, but he wasn't put in that number one role right away you know because they had mvs but and they had juju last year as but well. they did nothing in that wide receiver room and it is far no. worse yeah speaking of worse we're going to go around the league next Derek kramer frank r curie tanner saunders we're hanging out with you you're listening to wgr Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. Sports Talk Saturday. Derek Kramer, Frank R. Curie, as we are here in the Amherst studios, and you're listening to WGR, Bills and Jets, Monday night. We do, however, have 14 more games to watch before we get to enjoy them. In an entire day. And what better way than to start going through the entire day? Let's do it. Wouldn't you say? Let's do it. I, I think let's do that. Let's get ourselves ready to go here as we begin to shoot around the league. Um, So, Tanner, if you could get that beautiful, beautiful NFL music. Oh, no. Are we? We're okay. We're starting off. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Welcome back to the madness. The bit that I carried over from Breakfast with the Bills. Cardinals at Commanders. Yes. Jonathan Gannon alone is making this the choice for me. I cannot stand how weird this guy is already as a coach. The Cardinals might one and done another head coach. And their organization Mm -hmm. is starting to become abhorrent for anyone to go there. (laughs) Meanwhile, the commanders got rid of Dan Snyder. Good for them. That said, it's not the only good thing they this got going is the for most them. unspectacular game on the slate. Uh, 
Jonathan Gannon makes me want to repair a brick wall. <laughs> I saw that tweet. I remember that one. <laughs> I know. It's, it's a great tweet. But at the same time, think about it. Arizona is going to be awful. They're probably starting Josh Dobbs, who they oh. just traded for in the preseason. What? So he's not even been there for a long time, and he's going to pick up this offense right away? No. This game is going to be bad. Horrible. If you have any commanders in fantasy, play them. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, oh we, don't, we don't need more champ. We're good here. We're good. We can I mean, go into the normal stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> We, we, we were just finishing up on, on that one there. So, yeah, I think, though, that, uh, yeah, if you have any starters, uh, any fantasy players in uh, for, that you drafted that are Washington, uh, start them with confidence. Have fun with that. Now let's get to the rest of the NFL and some of the better matchups that we'll see, hopefully, getting things going to start the weekend. Frank, how worried are you about – trash talk coming from a team and, and providing bulletin board material because I really don't believe too much in it from what Jamar Chase said. He said Cleveland is Cleveland but he also knows that Cleveland is a team successful lately against Cincinnati. Yeah. So I don't think it's really too worrisome. Um, Miles Garrett saying that it's bulletin board material. No, you saying that means that now you're adding a different way to it. Like you're like Oh man, you're you're pro clutching about this, so it actually bothers you. I don't think that um, the Bengals are in any real danger here, despite their record against Cleveland. But they've also started poorly before and made the playoffs with this core. I expect some of the same from them, but I do think they can beat the Browns here in Week One. I think so too, though I do think Cleveland's going to be better than better than a lot of people think. I mean, I have them in the playoffs this year. So I'm going to take Cleveland, but I don't like it. I've got the Bengals here. I think they're going to be I think I think Cleveland being at home and I mean, Watson it's going to be his first full season in a couple of years, so yeah. who, know, who really knows? But uh, with the idea that, that the Bengals do start slow, they have trouble against Cleveland. I think week one, you, you always see weird stuff. Carolina, Atlanta. This game is going to be a whole bunch of unknown. We've got Bryce Young and Desmond Bryce. Ritter. Yeah. Well, Bryce Young making his debut. Bijan Robinson making his debut yeah. too. So I, I should like be the, fascinating. It's going to be fun. I think this game is going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to take I picking a, picking a winner. I'm taking the Falcons. I'm going to take Carolina here. I think that uh, they had a solid team last year that was held back by Matt Rule. Not solid, but like solid enough for this division. And the Falcons are in this division. So I, I like the Panthers here, but it's not necessarily a confidence thing. I just like the vibe. You usually don't see first overall quarterbacks tend to win their first game as well. So that's why I, that's another reason I take Welcome Atlanta. to the Falcons, baby. You know they have problems. Oh, I know. They can't get over their choking habit. No, we know that. Jacksonville, Indianapolis. This one's going to go quick. Uh, Anthony Richardson's NFL debut is yep. not going to be pretty. Uh, Jacksonville, he's going to make a couple couple nice plays. Jacksonville's going to run rough shot here. Yeah. If you have any fantasy options here, starting them with confidence, obviously. But uh, I do think that this one's going to get ugly and fast for the for the Colts here at Lucas Oil Stadium. Buccaneers against the Vikings. We're going to see just how bad it can get for Tampa here. Um, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, but also like Tom Brady's not there anymore. 
You have an offense that is now kind of in flux. Baker Mayfield had to fight off Kyle Trask for the starting job. Could there be a bounce back story here? Maybe, but... Could be. Minnesota isn't what I would necessarily call the toughest opponent in the world either. They were the luckiest team last year by any measurable account. Mm -hmm. And I think more of the same here. I, I like the Buccaneers to surprise in week one. I'm taking Minnesota. I think the Justin Jefferson factor eventually takes over. Yeah, I, I do get that. Uh, Titans and Saints. I'll take New Orleans here only because take, I respect Derek Carr a lot more than I do Ryan Tannehill. We also but, hate the Titans. And... I mean, that too. Uh, I'm going to pick against them every week and be wrong ha about half the time. Yeah. But <laughs> that's just a hatred thing. I know there's a bias. But I also think that the Saints are the best team in the NFC South as we've gone through all four of those teams now. Mm -hmm. uh, but Derek Carr also is a better quarterback than what Andy Dalton gave to them a couple years back and what Jameis Winston was able to give to them. Yeah, I'm taking the so, Saints too. Yeah, I think that this is going to be a better, a better team this year at the very least under center and able to use Chris Olave in a better way mm -hmm. Michael Thomas being healthy really helps too that will help and having Olave there like they're gonna be a better offense than they have been Steelers and Niners this one should be a good one I do think that Pittsburgh is getting a nice quiet amount of hype or not quite amount but like deserving a little bit of what they've been hyped up about this year they're a tough team. They're a tough They're out always anyway. Going to be. But Mike Tomlin's going to find a way to get this team to nine and eight. Exactly, but it but it does look like it can be better. Uh, Kenny Pickett's first full season, and yep. he's got weapons. I do like the Steelers here. I don't know if I like them more than San Fran they overall got, as a team and as a defense. But Pittsburgh's defense is really good. Defense is good. San Francisco got Bosa signed now, I'm so gonna he's going to be playing. So he'll be he'll be out there. I'm taking the Niners. I don't like it. I'm going to take the Niners. I will no, not be I, surprised at all if Pittsburgh finds a way to win. I think like the line not in this a game, surprise. The line in this game's two is Niners minus two and a half. That it's makes deserving sense. Deserving of it. I think I think this game's going to be really close. Yeah, their defense is still very scary and something to respect. Uh, Houston and Baltimore. We don't need to go too hard into this one. CJ Stroud's first game. They're playing a really good Ravens team. I, not, I'm not a really good Ravens team, but a good enough Ravens team. Yeah, it, that, yeah that's what I mean. It's like it's all Ravens are always a one's tough, a playoff a threat opponent. and one's not. So yeah. it's it. You take Baltimore. I will say I'm interested to see what happens with Houston. They are supposed to be turning this around now. Um, now it's time to stop to stop bottoming out. You traded your first round pick this year. And so, yeah, Will Anderson Time made to go. his debut, too, so I'll be curious to see. Yeah, th that'll be fascinating there. We move to the 4 o'clock games here. Green Bay and Chicago. We're going to see what the NFC North is all about now. Detroit has the first win of the season. Now time for the rest of the division to show up and follow suit mm -hmm. with what they have to do. I don't know what either of these teams are capable of. I and don't know And this is going to be a great barometer as they face each other week one. Yeah. This, game's, this game might be the most fun one of the day. Justin Fields, his continuing growth. Uh, Jordan, Jordan Love's era begins yep. officially as the starter. I don't know what either of them is truly capable of, and this season's going to be a way to find out. That's why I have Detroit winning the division, by the way. Mm -hmm. It's not because of the Lions themselves and how spunky they were to end the season it's last year. It's the division. It's the rest of this division, and I don't know what to trust. Right. I can trust my eyes in knowing that the Lions are a tough out. Yeah. I'm going to, in this game, I'm taking Chicago. 
I'm going to take Green Bay because right. I think overall they're a better team. It's basically a pick 'em. It's a pick 'em. I do think, though, that I like Green Bay more as an offensive collective. It's going to be a question of does Jordan Love torpedo them? Yeah. And I don't think he's capable of that. He's yeah. not Zach Wilson. <laughs> Raiders and Broncos, uh, two teams that are trying to get on the bend. I do think Denver has a bigger chance of rebounding. But now comes the question. How bad was it from Russell Wilson? We're going to find out. Actually, no, we're not. The Vegas defense continues to be one of the worst units in football consistently. And that's not going to change this year. So if Wilson looks good, I'm not going to really worry or, or overreact too much to it. Because the Raiders have not had a stable defense in years. This game is probably going to be ugly. A little bit ugly. I don't know about ugly. The Raiders not, are still not a terrible football team. Until, They're just, I don't. I like even with Sean Payton now as the coach of the Broncos, I will not trust them until they can prove it. And, and again, this is I'm a good, taking Denver to win. It's a good unit to but try to prove it against. They have in, and they they have some injuries too. Like Javante Williams is this. Yeah, he's coming off. He's also coming off a torn ACL. So their, we, their wide receiver room is very beat up. Yep, it's beat up. But that as, said, like, you know, if you have Jerry Judy and he plays in this game, guess what? You should be fine. You're playing him, for example. Yeah. So if you want any sort of fantasy scope on that, like, I'll put a tidbit in to try. I'll try to put a tidbit into every one of these games that I can. Um, but that said, yeah, no, I'm picking the Broncos. But we're going to see how deep the problems were with the quarterback or was it Nate Hackett? Because yeah. they're going to get play calls to the huddle and out in time now. Mm-hmm. That's going to be more capable. Uh, Patriots-Eagles. Oh, Philly, you better smack them around. Oh, you better. I, 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 I don't need it as much as I need the Bills to win, but I do want it. Because um, the bully in the classroom for 20 years, you're not done being humbled yet. And you want to play your games with your backup quarterback with this roster moving stuff? Um, guess what? I'm sick of you being lauded as a genius, Belichick. It's time to be shown what you really are without Brady. And that is a average coach. Because guess what? Josh Allen has shown that you can't plan against him. You can victimize other young quarterbacks. Allen's, Allen's a veteran at this point. But can you can you beat a good quarterback these days, Bill? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Chargers. Oh, wait. Sorry. we got to pick this game. I'm going Eagles, Eagles obviously. Eagles. Yeah, yeah. Come on. That should have been obvious. Yeah. I'm not willingly picking the Patriots. Um, unless they play a team like Miami, uh, who is taking on the LA Chargers. I like... You know what? I'm going to pick the Chargers here. And I think it's because of the fact that I don't know what Miami's defense is yet. They, they traded for Jalen Ramsey, and he's not going to be here for most of the season due to an injury suffered in training camp. And I do think that that affects them. These are two strong offenses. I do like the Chargers to continue to torment their fan base, but they don't do that early. They do it late. They I'm- either start so badly that they can't make the playoffs, or they collapse around or in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. This looks like a recipe for the latter. And I think that they take a strong week one win against Miami. I'm taking Miami in this one. Uh, you know, you, you talked about their defense. Uh, Vic Pangio's now the defensive coordinator of the Dolphins. So I, you wonder how much of how much of his influence is going to change up how, how they how they do things. Um, 
I don't trust the Chargers this year. I mean, I don't have them making the playoffs at all. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think this game's going to be really good. Obviously, Tua versus Herbert. That's going to be a lot of fun. You know, they are taking Lily right next to each other in the draft. Yep. That's It's going to be great. It's going to be a great game. I, I'm, I think Miami wins this one. Yeah, we'll see what we've got here, but I'm very fascinated to see it. I do think that the Chargers are a good enough team. I have them making the playoffs, even though I know that they have a propensity to frustrate their fan base no matter where they live. But, again, I think they're talented. Talent sometimes comes to play. And Miami has talent, too. Yep. It's just someone has to lose this game, and I'm going to I'm gonna use some slight bias and let's say fine. hope that the Dolphins are that team that That's has to fine. lose. The Rams in Seattle to round up the, uh, the 4 o'clock games. I, obviously, the Seahawks are a better team. They're in a better place. Give me the Seahawks all day. I, there's yeah, not much to deliberate Seattle. on here. I don't know how bad the Rams are going to be this year, but that was a precipitous drop-off from a Super Bowl champion and one that we haven't seen ever. That's what happens when you trade away all your picks. I mean, yes, but at the same time, they also had a lot of injury woes last year. They're going to continue. Cooper Cup is suffering as well. Yep. Again. So give me, give me the Seahawks easily all day here, and I'm pretty sure I don't have to ask you. Finally, the Sunday night game between the Giants and the Cowboys. Dallas is the better team. New York finds weird ways to win. Dallas is the better roster, roster, and but I think the Giants, the Giants are the better coach team. Yes, they have the better coaching staff. I will say they have probably the better. I don't know what else they have better. I mean, quarterback wise, I take I take oh, Dak yeah. over. Deck Ew. over Jones easily. Running, running back, running back, kind of a push. I think Tony Pollard. He's really good. He's really good. He's really good. It's a shame. Saquon's really good, but so is Tony Pollard. It's a shame that he was buried behind I, Zeke all these years. I know he was. But I'm taking the Cowboys. I, I, I'm, I'm reluctant to take the Cowboys. I'm gonna try to think with my head here, because the thing is, is that we need to see now how lucky was New York last year. Yeah. Did they take advantage of some misfortune around the conference? I think they or still can. Or a weaker can. NFC? They still can this year. I just think Dallas is a real tough opponent. It is. And to start the year with that I think this game is going to be really close. It will be close. It's going to be close and better. Dallas and is only favored by three and a half. That makes sense. Consider what these two teams were last year. If you're betting lines in this one, I might consider taking the Giants at plus three and a half. That makes sense. Uh, I but do, I think Dallas wins this game. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to say Dallas, but I hate it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I hate it for multiple yeah. reasons, but uh, mostly that the Giants find ways to win, and I can respect what Brian Dable has already done with mm-hmm. that club. Yeah. I very much respect what he's done. Yeah. So they have a, this is battle two really good defenses, too. It is. These are two good defenses. This is two very tough teams. These are two playoff teams from last year within the same division, and I do think that they are going to be a fun game to watch for the nightcap of the first week of football Mm -hmm. before the real stars of the show show up on Monday night. Let's go. I'm not cocky at all or anything. Nah. I am kind of cocky. I'm starting to wonder if it's going to jinx this team. (sighs) Don't say that. Okay, fine, but I will say this. It is time to get to a break as we go ahead and get ourselves ready to go for the third hour of Sports Talk Saturday. Derek Kramer, Frank Arcuri, we'll be back in a flash. If you're on hold, we'll get to you in the next segment because we actually have time for it. 
Sports Talk Saturday rolls on here on the radio home of the Bills, WGR Sports Radio 550. favorite chief from Thursday night if you don't live in Kansas City. <laughs> Welcome back Sports Talk Saturday. Derek Kramer, Frank R. Curie. One might say he was he was Detroit's MVP. I wouldn't... Hang on. <laughs> if this was a Nickelodeon game, would he have gotten the MVP? No. Because they you, try to... You're right, it would have been Jawan Taylor. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, the uh, the uh, the uproar about Juwan Taylor would have made that happen. Mm-hmm. But Tony would have got votes. Yes. Also, they try to make it legit, but there's no way. Like, yeah, the first one with, with Trubisky, like, will never die. But the second Nickelodeon Bowl didn't do much better with that. So, yeah, I never, never doubt the power of crap posters <laughs> online. Ever. We have strength. Strength in numbers. Strength in numbers and in elite memes. Yes. We have all the memes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. We've got the memes. You hold no power here. Oh, that was an interesting yeah. sound. Anyway, Sports Talk Saturday, as we're getting ourselves ready for this third hour, I've got a surprise for everyone. Um, I can't wait. Well, yeah. Well, guess what? Good news. I'm going to tell you what it is now because I'm oh. I'm terrible at keeping secrets online. Um, it is true. You Zach are. Jones is going to jump on Yay. in the third hour with us, and we're going to do a new bit and a new segment for him um, every week. Okay. Where he's going to just come on and get mad about college football. Yes. So the salt I mines will it. continue there. But I want him to go off on Texas. Before we do that, we're going to get connected with our fans. It's brought to you by Northtown Kia. Shop online at NorthtownKia.com for the new Kia Forte, Sportage, and Telluride. We'll get connected by going to Luke in Rochester. Luke, welcome to Sports Talk Saturday. How are you? Hey, good. Thanks. Hey, listen, I want to applaud you guys for uh, being the first to actually kind of talk about my homes. Mm-hmm. And you guys said, and tongue-in-cheek, you stated that Kelsey should maybe be considered for MVP. That's not too far off from the truth. You you are the first to raise the factor that maybe the anointed Emperor Mahomes has no clothes. Um, he was pretty frazzled and awful without Kelsey, much to the surprise of Chris Collingsworth, who mentioned <laughs> earlier that we see the true Patrick Mahomes. It's surprising that Collinsworth doesn't see that Mahomes is not a natural pocket passer. NBC ran a graphic, if I saw it correctly, where he tends to hold the ball in the pocket for 4.5 seconds most out of any quarterback. That's because he 
tends not to really throw the ball out of the pocket unless the receiver is completely wide open, which he's had that opportunity with Kelsey innumerable times. Now that he doesn't have really good receivers, including Tony, although I don't think that he's the true black sheep, uh, in this game, Mahomes played extremely poor, but no one will say it. But you guys intimated it, and I just said it. And it'll be interesting because Kelsey, he's 34. If, if this is a prolonged injury, that team will suffer, and we really will see the two Mahomes like Colin Dewart said. So that's my take. Luke, I appreciate the yeah. call. And um, you do bring up some points, though, about the fact that, like, Kelsey will not be there forever, and he will not be there for the entirety of Mahomes' career. Mm-hmm. I do think that some of his struggles also had to do with not just Kelsey, but, but the, their struggles the, on the offensive line the and wide receiver. Line, yeah, the poor line played poor receivers played a big part in that game. Because um, those guys were not really getting open. No. And not that Mahomes can't fit a tight window throw. The guy does it all the time. It is just, however combining all of those elements together, not having your best weapon and your receivers playing poorly and not getting separation mm-hmm. and your offensive line, despite all of the assistance that he was getting from the uh, officials, your right tackle was struggling all game. All of those things are going to make even the best of the best look human. Hell, it's happened to Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't put this game. I don't put this game more on Mahomes. I thought Mahomes was perfectly fine. I thought he was good. But not having Kelsey, and that's exactly it. The poor line play, the poor receiver play, really does impact what a quarterback can do. All right, you ready for this? You ready? You ready? Everyone back up. Everyone back up. I'm going to the middle of the dance floor. Okay. This is why wins are not a QB stat. That is so very true. That is why, like, that's me breakdancing on on the floor right now saying wins are not a QB stat. This is why. Because it is still a team game. So if I hear any person ever give me an argument about wins being a quarterback stat, that's my immediate response. I'm not taking you seriously. I appreciate you trying to discuss it with me, but do better. Wins are not a quarterback stat. They never have been. They never will be. I hate the fact that they keep the record of it. Right. Person is... Here's one for you. Aaron Rodgers is 9-0 in his last, Monday night, in his last nine Monday night football games. Team stat. It's not Aaron Rodgers versus Josh Allen. It's the Buffalo Bills versus the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. Yes, the quarterback's the most remarkable thing. Yes, I do know that that's how they make money. No, it's not accurate. Wins are still not a QB stat. And Luke helping add fuel to that fire. Thank you for that call. 803 We'll be back. And have a third person joining in here on the madness as Zach Jones comes in. We'll get his thoughts on some of college football. We'll get his thoughts on what happened Thursday night. And, of course, about Bill's Jets coming up. The third hour, a surprise of a third person. Derek Kramer, Frank Arcuri, Sports Talk Saturday on WGR. WGR.